Good evening guys, welcome to Raz's football show. This is Raz and Kevin today. We're still out with Bav at the moment, he's not available, but it is what it is. Um, Kevin, how are you doing today? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. Um, yeah, enjoying, enjoying the nice weather, enjoying the summer. Kevin's enjoying North London at the moment. A few signings yeah. coming his way, but we'll talk about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of transfer news. A lot um, of transfer news. But at the moment, I think it's fair to say we've got to start off with this, you know, conversation about what went wrong for Pep Guardiola. Champions League final. It was a... Uh, ended all... It didn't end well for him, did it, in the end? It didn't. It didn't. Um, yeah, I mean... I think Fernandinho should have probably started that game. Massiveness. Um, and also, you probably... I know they usually play with that striker, but maybe... Maybe in a final, maybe he should have went with Jesus or Aguero or something. Um, in hindsight, yeah, but that's that's the thing, you know. Hindsight's uh, one of them things, but... Full credit to Chelsea, man. Um, Kante and the two full-backs, Chilwell, James... Yeah, those guys was terrific. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, J James showed why he's pushing for that England spot. Um, and Kante, man, that, they need to check that guy's piss because <laughs> so I swear, man, <laughs> he needs a drug test out there because he, he, he's non-stop, ain't he? Um, he's non-stop. But yeah, full, full credit to Chelsea that they, they deserved. Yeah, I mean... The thing is, Kevin, right? the thing with Pep Guardiola that winds me up a little bit every now and then is he does everything right majority of the time. But sometimes he just tinkers with it and he messes it all up. And that's basically, this time he tinkered at the wrong time. I don't know what, yeah. he had some sort of epiphany or something. God knows what he had that he needed to change up Fernandinho. And, you know, I, don't, I, I just didn't get... His whole starting lineup was a bit of a... It was a bit of a mess. It didn't seem... I think a similar thing happened... Well, I think this happened all the time in the Champions League, doesn't it? Like, yeah. They knocked them out there. He, he, he done something weird. I have to look back in that game. But, yeah, when Tottenham knocked them out a couple of seasons ago... Um, it's always yeah, the English teams as well, right? Yeah, English teams, yeah, that seems to be sort of... Uh, Killing's <laughs> Hill. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just... Is he overthinking it? Because yeah, that's, that's what, what it seems. Yeah. It. yeah, and I think that's probably where... Sorry to go off topic, but I think that's probably where I'd hit again. Sorry, Kevin, I think I lost you there for a second. You were saying Arteta? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah, I think that's where you got that full slang thing from the other week. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to digress too much um, on Arsenal. But um, all I can say is congratulations to Chelsea, man. Um, I hate to say it, but London is blue. <laughs> um, they, they are now the big dogs in London. They have been for some time now, to be honest. So, yeah, man, we just have to... Eat, eat humble pie here and um, 
Yeah, Chelsea. I think what we got what we got to understand is the owner has a, an ideology, which is win with all cost, but at any cost. At yeah. any cost, sorry, and he doesn't care how he gets there. He wants to get there, so he sacks managers, gets a new manager in. They produce, gets rid of them, gets a new manager, and he'll keep on churning managers. He doesn't care. As long as the trophies keep coming in, he's not bothered. Uh, yeah. You know, some of these directors, these owners, they have this, what do you call it, uh, uh, a system where, you know, they're a bit emotionally attached to managers. And, and I think that it's fine to have this attachment, but reality is trophies is everything. And that's why I was a little bit harsh on um, Klopp last season. I mean, I was saying to you, look, Klopp is not producing, he's tinkering, he's doing this, he's doing that, making decisions. But I think, hindsight, if he didn't make those decisions where he actually just played everyone in their positions and then just got those defences situations sorted out early on, we might have been, not even third, could have been pushing for the title a little bit more. Because let's face it, with a poor season that Liverpool had, to finish third is still quite a, an achievement. And I think that was just Klopp being a bit... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, he's just being a bit adamant about what he wants to do. And I think that's the problem, you know. But yeah, having said that, I think Chelsea deserve credit. Um, considering where they were this season, they changed the manager... They bought in Tuchel and kind of bought a bit of stability. And they look solid at the back. They do, yeah. Um, yeah, Rudiger. Rudiger. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, yeah. And the thing is, because obviously Tuchel's German, right? He is German, isn't he? Or is he Austrian? Mm. I think he's German. He is German. So he's got Timo Werner and um, Kai Havertz, yeah? I think he's worked with Havertz before. I believe he might have worked with him before. Um, so, obviously, he's got a connection with these guys and Rudiger as well. And some of these players that he's got there, they're talented footballers. Look at Kante. He just sh he bossed that midfield. Yeah, I mean, it's just been one of them seasons as well, you know. I mean, if, if someone said to me a year ago that Chelsea would win the Champions League, um, Leo would win... The French League, Atletico would win, Spanish League, you know. The, Wait, these are all underdogs, you know. The the Lille one was just out of nowhere. Yeah. We all Billy Real being Man United in the Europa League, so oh it's... Oh my God, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just um, a lot of underdogs just came through at the end here, so... <laughs> yeah, and you know what, that's a, that's a good point that you made there, Kevin, because I never thought that at all, actually. Uh, yeah, look at the underdogs that have won. It's been quite a, an underdog story. And let's face it, that Champions League final, Chelsea were the underdogs. Because not, yeah. I, I would say, majority of the people that were watching that game thought Man City had it in the bag. Well, people say the league table doesn't lie, you know. And Chelsea, they, they only just scraped fourth yeah. in the end, you know. And City was convincing champions, so... On that basis, you'd think that Man City should have battered them, but 
that's football, that's why we love football, man. That's anything can happen. Anything can happen. And that's yeah. what I mean, we forgot to mention Inter Milan as well. First title in ten years. Milan. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so it's, it's been a quite a crazy season. AC Milan now, I think, in the Champions League as well. So yeah, a, a lot of underdogs. You know, the teams that performed haven't performed like they would have this season. And um, you know, again, you know, everyone thought Liverpool bust this season, and they didn't. You know, we came, we came up short, and by a long way. You know, and we thought that you know Scholesky might be losing his job. Halfway through the season, that didn't happen. And he got to the Europa League final. I mean, again, at the beginning of the season, we didn't think United would get to that level where they got to. So we have to give them a bit of credit as well. But this, yeah, I think this season will make you guys stronger as well, though. I, I think over the summer you'll go and address. I think you've already started to address some of the um, problems you've had. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see you making more signings. Um. The thing is, you're, we've addressed the problem at the back, but then we're, we're going to, I think we're going to struggle in midfield. Although we got Thiago, we got a few players, but Wijnaldum's going to be a big, big miss, you know? And as much as I didn't want him to play this season because of his contract situation, um, I kind of wanted... I wanted Klopp not to play him, just so that he can show the board how much he will be missed. But he yeah. didn't. He carried on playing him and just playing him and playing him. And he didn't let us understand what's going to happen if he wasn't there. You know? And I think that was a, that was an issue in itself as well. Um, so, yeah, midfield, I, I think we're going to be getting rid of a lot. Of, there's going to be a bit of an offload, isn't it? Because Shakiri's looking to go Ronaldo. There's going to be a few going. Yeah, we got that. What's the guy's name that we bought? He from Leipzig. What's his name? Konate, is it? Konate? That's it, yeah. Yeah, so he's a centre-back, right? Centre-back, yeah. Well, moving swiftly on to transfers. Yeah, so that's Liverpool's first transfer. Big, big transfer was Kun Aguero going to Barcelona. Massive, yeah. Massive. Um, I mean, yeah, credit to you guys. Was it yourself or Bav? You, you, you called it a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um, but we, it's kind of, it was obvious and it had to happen because, well, I heard it, Bab actually mentioned it and I agreed that, yeah, that will happen because of the Messi link. Messi and um, Aguero are like buddies from, you know, young yeah. days and whatnot, you know, young Argentina days and whatnot. So Barcelona's, you know, president wants to keep Messi. Now, how was he going to keep Messi? By getting his best pal to play in he's the same bigger, team. Yeah. Right, so he's got his best pal. Then not only has he done that now, he's got another player he signed, Eric Garcia from Man City. I mean, yeah, I mean, this Aguero one, I'm not sure how I feel about it, um, to be honest with you. I mean, Aguero is a good player, um, but, you know, rewinds 12 months ago, they got rid of Suarez because they thought he's losing his legs. And now it just looks like they've replaced gone one backwards by getting Aguero, who's, who's um, the wrong side of 30 himself. So, um, it, yeah, from that front, it doesn't really make sense to me. It doesn't. And I but, think... Yeah, but if it's to make Messi happy, then 
so be it because he's the he's the one that's been carrying Boston of late. So, I I think this signing is definitely to make um, Messi happy. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot of um, you know people are gonna be buying those Barca shirts with Kunaguero written on the back of it, and obviously that's yeah. gonna be a commercial site. Makes a big difference, you know. Uh, He's an icon for in the Premier League. Now, Premier League is the largest, the most popular league in the world. So, if a player of his calibre comes to Barcelona, you're getting those shirts bought by Barcelona fans, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's another, you know, they the way it works in I think Spanish leagues, all these merchandises and things make a difference for them. Um, so yeah, they've they've got him now. So that's another thing. And um, but. If I was Suarez right now, I'll be think I'll be a bit bitter about it because I'll I'll be feeling a bit bitter because what could have been with Barcelona was another good season. Turned out that he had a very good season and Barcelona didn't because he just won the league. See, I'm sure it's more on the sweet side after winning the league. It's but... a bittersweet, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he did have a you know he he cried his way out of that club. Let's not get it twisted. He cried his way out, mate. Yeah. He didn't... Yeah, he was pushed. Uh... He was pushed out. And he came out and he said a few words. And I think it looks like Wijnaldum's going to Barcelona as well. So, from what I can see, Barcelona, they're going to be getting an ageing group of players. But I think they're looking at the immediate point, which is to win trophies next season. Immediately. And it, yeah, they've already got a lot of good young players anyway. So exactly, yeah. It'll be a good blend. Um, no, I mean, the thing I like about Barcelona, they've always produced the youngsters from, you know, and they churn them out to other, other teams, you know, set move them out on loan and whatnot. And sometimes they don't come back and sometimes they do. Eric Garcia was a Barcelona player originally, yeah. under 16, went to Man City. he done all right there. And now they got him back. And I think they got him back as a better player as well. Yeah, I was going to say, well, how, how do you rate his time in England, Garcia? Well, me. we didn't really get to see much of him, did we? You know, it, it didn't really... He started off great, didn't he? Mm. Is, is he kind of like that, that holding midfielder, right? He started off okay, but... Yeah, I mean... It takes a bit to get rid of Fernandinho. Yeah, right? he did come out with a big reputation. Sometimes it just happens like that, doesn't it? But he uh, was young. Um, look, yeah. he came. He came to England at eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, but he's now twenty-two, so nineteen, twenty, whatever it is. He's twenty-two now. He's just turned twenty-two. So obviously, he's still got a long way to go, and probably going to be one for the future for Barcelona. Busquets is getting on a bit. So, see that development. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, But, yeah, we obviously seen the England squads come out. Yeah. Um, Few surprises. Any surprises from from your side? Anything that you thought that should have happened that didn't happen? Um, Not really. Um... Not really. I mean, we was all hoping that he was going to include Trent, and, and he did. Um, Thank God I for think, that. <laughs> yeah, I think um, 
Lingard's a bit unlucky. And I think Ward Prowse is a little bit unlucky. Um, but, have, but, have, but, have, yeah, but having said that, where would you play those two guys? Um, yeah, I, I don't think they're good enough to start. Um, See, I was looking but, yeah. at the team. Uh, I, I was looking at the team. And pretty much everyone on there deserves their place. Yeah. Um, so I tell you the truth. I, I'm not. I don't think Sterling has shown the levels he has done previous years. But he's too big a name to let not take along. Yeah, he's dropped off a little bit this season, but yeah, yeah, he's still contributed. But yeah, I, I think he deserves to. I think he's done enough to get on the plane. Um, Grealish got in there. Grealish, Saka, um, Jude Bellingham. I think that was. Um, not a gamble, but yeah, that that was a nice surprise. Um, I, I I'm I would say that's a you know a pleasant surprise because yeah, look, he's young, but to go to a foreign country and to produce what he's produced, mm. hats off. Is Sancho in there? I didn't even check properly. Sancho is in there. Uh, he's in there. If he isn't, I'll be very very surprised. He, no, Sancho's in there. Sancho's in there. So, he's had a good couple of seasons yeah, as well. Yeah, well so yeah, Sancho's yeah. just awesome. Is you got? But the thing is now, who starts, and then who doesn't start? Like the right back is a is a problem in itself. You got four of probably I would say, in my opinion, the best right backs in the world. Yeah, like literally, that's what we've got. We're blessed with right backs. We've got Trent Arnold. Carl Walker, Trippier, and um, James. James. Like, I, and yeah, got, like I, I said, James is amazing. James showed why in that Champions League final. James showed why um, he's a bit of a beast, isn't he? Yeah, he he, he had Sterling. He made Sterling look ordinary um, at times. Yeah, he did. I mean, it shows. What Reese James did was actually show that if you just focus on your job, you know, you people at Sterling, no problem, uh, and that's what he did. He just he just made sure he was focused on not letting him go past, and he was. But nowadays, you have to do more than that as a fullback. You know, you you got to show something going the other way, and he does and show probably, that as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's where Trent probably has a slight edge. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but having said that, yeah, I, I, I think Walker should be our first choice right back. Um, Serious? Yeah, I just think he's experienced. Um, ah man. And 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 the form and and form as well. You got to remember Trent Alexander had, had a tough season. Um, he had a tough season in between, uh, but towards the end he showed. He showed his quality. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. A bit selfish of me here to say this live on a podcast, but I'm going to say it. I don't want him to start. If I'm honest with you, I, w- I you know, I'm glad that he went, but I could do him with it being injury free for us next season. If I'm honest yeah. with you, because yeah. I want us to come out all guns blazing and with England and the levels of right backs we got, it wouldn't matter if he didn't play. If I'm honest with you, but. 
and I, and I say this is a big but, if he doesn't start and we go with Kyle Walker, Kyle Walker is known to make a few mistakes. Now, I'm not saying Trent isn't, but Trent is so good going forward. He kind of compensates for being bad at his defensively, if you know what I mean. Because he can just put yeah. a ball on the, on a, you know, no problem. You know, Kane will get on the end of it, you know. He's long balls, yeah, yeah. amazing long balls, diagonal balls, left balls, free kicks. He's got a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of it's going to depend on whether Southgate goes with a um, goes with a three or a, or a four at the back. What would you um, go with? I mean, yeah, it depends on the opposition, really. But I mean, England's root games um, was it Croatia? I didn't even check. To Scotland. Me. Yeah, Croatia, Scotland and Czech Republic. Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, Czech Republic and Scotland, you know, we can probably afford to play a 4-4-2 or 4-3-3 in those games. But maybe against Croatia, he might want to be yeah. a bit more defensive and, and put three at the back. And, um, yeah... We all know that Carl Walker can be a third centre-back. James can be a third centre-back as well. Um, we've seen him play there this but season. Why can't we play? And I know this sounds a bit... So if we played three at the back, why can't we play? All right, so three, five, two, yeah? That's what we will probably end up with, right? Five in midfield. Why can't that extra yeah. man be like a, what do you call it? Trent Arnold. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He he'll, he'll be on the right hand side of. He'll be like a wing back, wouldn't he? And either so, Carl Walker or Reece James would be inside of him as the as the right sided centre back. And then what about um? So you you'd say if he was Trent Arnold there on as a wing back, right wing back, you'd have Harry Maguire, uh, uh, John John Stones, right? Mm. I take it. And the third one you say will be either Reese James or Kyle Walker. Yeah, because you got to remember Kyle Walker's done that role a lot yeah, for Southgate already. No, that, that could, I could see that working. Then who would be the other five? In, so you got five, you got Trent. Then who would be the other four? Um, well, Chilwell would be... Oh, yeah, Chilwell would be either... Um, other wing-back. Yeah, other wing-back. And then um, the other the three... Yeah, he's probably going to gamble, even though Henderson's not fit, he's probably going to gamble and and start him. Um, you reckon? Or, yeah, he hasn't got his other go-to man, Dyer. He, he didn't make the plane, did he? Um, so you def- but, you, do you reckon he'll go with Hendo, though? I thought he was a bit out of favour for a while, no? Well, it's only because he's been injured. Um, but if not him, if not him, then maybe it'll be um, Declan Rice... I would have thought it would be Declan Rice. Yeah. Or Calvin Phillips, he's... Oh, Calvin Phillips. Yeah. He's done all right um, this season. Um, but probably, yeah, De- yeah. I reckon if Jordan Henderson gets himself fit, then he's definitely yeah, going to be that um Looking at the that team player. that we've got. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at the team we've got. And if we play the right tactics, we can do well. 
Wigan go quite yeah. far. There's a very strong team there, you know. It's just gonna be about the fine margins, you know, goalkeeping errors, and attacking prowesses up front, you know, whether Kane shows his pedigree and starts banging in goals like he does, you know, we need him to do that. Who'll be the other forward guy then? So it'll be Kane and who'll be the other guy? Um, yeah, well, Kane will probably be the lone striker, wouldn't he? Um, I don't think he'll go with two up front. Yeah, he'll probably be... He'll probably be supported by Sterling and Foden or Sancho and Foden or so, uh, a combination of those three guys, I would imagine. Um it's a tricky or even, one. Or, or even Jack Grealish. Um, Grealish, man. Like, he needs yeah, to be on can, that pitch. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Grealish, he... Remember that little flick thing he did when he played? I can't remember what team he played against, but it was just for England. He flicked the ball over and just, whoom, gone. It was amazing. Quite yeah, amazing. I mean, who, who, yeah, who goes up front with Harry Kane? That's going to be... a I would go with Sancho, question. if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Personally, I'll go with Sancho all day long. Because I think Sancho has got so much technical ability, so many, so much skills, so very, very... But I think he's going to go with Sterling or Foden. He won't... Yeah, I think he'll go with Sterling or Foden. Uh, and he'll probably end up with Sancho on the right wing-back position anyway. He won't. He'll, he'll play three defenders at the back, and he will just have another like a Sancho in midfield, right as a ringer. I think okay. that's what he'll end up doing. We'll see. We can. We'll, we'll speculate, but this England team always frustrates me, Kevin, because <laughs> we never ever do it right. We just can't get it right for some reason, man. Well, you got to the semis in the last tournament, so yeah, you can't be. Too downbeat about it. Uh, well, England, man, semi semi finals is just all we ended up doing. You know, <laughs> when are we gonna win a tournament? In my lifetime, I need to see one of them. You know, nineteen sixty six is a way long time ago. It, it could be done. It could be done. It could. Be, I hope so. You know what? And if it is, man, I would love to see us winning the big tournament. Maybe we might get a national holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Extra day off work, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be... <sighs> Can't wait. Can't wait for more football to come. It's been a bit boring without football. After the Champions League final, just like... Obviously, your Bav's been filling us in with all the transfer talks. Would love to have him back on the show so he can give us his transfer conversations. But, oh, there's, there's extra news as well. I think... You guys are signing a goalkeeper as well, Anana, from Ajax. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've seen that one. Um, yeah, to be honest, I haven't seen him play um, too much, um, but he's obviously highly rated uh, and probably means Leno might. Be going the other way, or he might have to drop to a number two. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I don't think this guy would come to Arsenal as a number two. So, on a funny note, though, it would have been funny to see Scott Carson winning the Champions League, right? 
Sorry, I just have to. It, it was a picture of pictures moment when I saw him walking past, and I, I realized, damn, he was in that squad. Yeah, he was so grey as well. I was like, what? <laughs> That's got Carson. <laughs> but yeah, no, look, you, you know, the thing is. Um, with the transfers and everything that's happening this season, a lot of, um, obviously, we can see that Barcelona's gone with a massive intent of they're going for it this season. Um, Liverpool's obviously made some changes already with uh, the likes of signing a centre-back, which was very important. We'll have a new signing back with Virgil van Dijk. It's pretty much a new signing now, isn't it? It's, you know, when we get him back next season, yeah. hopefully. Um, but Carlo Ancelotti... Leaving Everton and going wow, back to Wow, yeah, Real that was Madrid. big news, man. Yeah, I got a couple, a couple of Everton um, friends as well, man. They're, they're going to be um, a bit gutted about that. But see, the thing is, I'm not being bad, yeah. But he wasn't pulling up many trees in Everton anyway, yeah. So was he really a big loss for them? I don't know, you know. But I yeah, I don't think what... he pulled up trees, but I think. You could see that some players have massively improved under him. Oh yeah, like like Dominic Dominic Calvert Lewin. Oh yeah, you know, like if someone told you he was going to score this amount of goals this season, mm. you know, like you would have thought maybe he'll get fifteen at best. Um, but yeah, he's um, yeah Calvert Lewin was a yeah. massive improvement. Yeah, he's, he's come on leaps and bounds and. Um, Richarlison. Richarlison as well. Yeah, Richarlison as well. Uh, the full back um, with a big knee. But the crazy thing was, right, Real Madrid, and this is just my opinion, from going from Zidane to Ancelotti, that's a backward move, right? Or is that just me thinking that? Because I, I really think that they need to freshen it up a little bit. I mean, the thing with Zidane, I'm, I'm not sure how much I, I rate him as a manager yet, you know. Um, Three Champions League wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah, you've got, you, you got to give him that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I would like to see him do it somewhere else. And then maybe I could say he's, he's one Sorry? Is Zidane going to Juventus? Is that what the conversation is? I think it might be PSG, but um, I think PSG would make sense. Uh, PSG would make sense, but then Juventus would as well, because obviously... Um, yeah, he's got a big history of them. He's well. uh, obviously played for them as well, and he had a bit of... He's got a lot of love for Juventus as well. Um, but who knows? I mean, PSG would be perfect for him, because the kind of personality he is, those players yeah. that he's got in PSG... He's the only one that can handle them guys. You know, yeah, you'll yeah, know that sort of, especially the younger guys. Um, he won't take no crap. Yeah, he's come. He's from the streets of France. So, yeah, um, yeah, he, he'll know how to handle those personalities, definitely. Yeah, but I think then Zidane be going to PSG might be a way of perhaps Mbappe sticking around for another season or so. And put, yeah. And do you think Pochettino will go to to Tottenham? I think they're trying to get him back. Um, the thing is, Pochettino, Pochettino, yeah, he's not the right fit for PSG. He really isn't. 
Uh, and Pochettino probably would feel as if there was unfinished business at Tottenham because he was onto something. He really was. You know, going to a Champions League final for a team like Tottenham is no mean feat. You know, he done really well. So for them to yeah. let him go, bring in Mourinho, and I thought that was a bit of a heartless move in itself, but fair enough, we all think, okay, when you've got Mourinho lurking in the wings, why not? But we'll see how that's turned out. Pock, he can go in there and sort those guys out. He probably knows most of the players still. And do you think that would be enough to, for Harry Kane to... To want to stay? Nah. Harry Kane's a goner. So even if Pochettino comes back? It won't make no difference. He'll go. He needs to, he wants to win trophies and it's like, it's like a time, ticking time thing right now for him. He, he's thinking another year gone, another year gone, yeah? How many more years of trophy wins have I got left? It's all well and good scoring loads of goals, yeah? And trying to catch up Mr, uh, you know, Alan Shearer's goal record for the Premiership, but let's be honest, the trophies is what he wants, and Alan Shearer's got one on him as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, it is indeed. I mean, Gerard, prime example, I mean, you know, the Premiership eluded him, yeah? Other than that, he done domestically all right. Tottenham yeah, at least he's, yeah, he's got everything else, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, Kane doesn't even have that. And this is like, you know, after Gerrard, I think Kane has been the next best thing for British football, right? Or English football, should I say. Yeah, and I just got a feeling, it's, you've got to remember, he's got two or three years left in his contract as well. So, I mean, I, it's going to take something big for him to, for Levi to accept him leaving, I think. Yeah, but there there are teams out there that will take him. I think United want to take him, Man City want to take him, PSG want to take him. There's teams out there that are willing to put the money, put their, you know, put the money in and buy him because he does score goals. And if he goes, but to, say if United was to get Sancho for ninety million, yeah, could you see them spending another ninety million to get Kane? It'll be, it'll be more than that, by the way. But no, it won't. I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I can't see it. I can't see it uh, either. I mean, that's basically... That will bankrupt the club. <laughs> they haven't had many you know, fans coming through those turnstiles, yeah? In the last yeah. year and a half. And then you're going to try and spend 90 million on Sancho and then another 90, uh, 130 million. That's just ridiculous. Because Kane won't be less than 130 million, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The only team that I see Kane can go to in the Premiership is Man City and Chelsea. They're the only two teams. And he probably won't go Chelsea because of... The rivalry. Yeah. And then that leaves Man City, which I think he said he's had a desire to play under the managers like Pep or something. So, yeah, I think that could work. If you had a choice between Man City and Man United, you're going to play for Man City because of Pep Guardiola, let's be honest. But, you know, he's a London guy, you know. Um, 
why can would Tottenham fans forgive him if he went to Chelsea? I, I don't know. I think some of them would, maybe. I don't know. I can't speak for them. But well, uh, them winning the Champions League does kind of highlight where they are going, Chelsea yeah. as a team. But I think going forward, they're pretty much strong enough anyway. Do they need Harry Kane? Everyone could do a bit of Harry Kane, man. <laughs> Everyone can do it, Harry Kane, but then let's not forget, yeah, Timo Werner, let's be honest, he's only had one season. He hasn't showed what he's all about yet. And I'm pretty sure, and I can tell you this now, he will be a force to reckon with come next season. And Kai Havertz. These guys are going to be ballers next season because they've got a season under their belt. Now, I see him going Man City, man. Yeah, let's I'm put, just not let's sure put if he's. Yeah, we'll put a wager on it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I would like to see him in a Chelsea shirt, to be honest with you. Uh, really? That would break my heart, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll, yeah. not because I have any affection for Tottenham fans or Tottenham as a team, but just, just purely because of the fact that you know what, I just don't want to see him in a Chelsea shirt. I hate Chelsea. <laughs> I can't stand them As a team They are You know Yeah They won the Champions League And I think You know what It was a bit funny Watching them win it And seeing Man City Lose the game But I don't really like them And I think It goes down to the times When Mourinho Was managing them I think Just He made everyone Hate Chelsea Didn't he Let's be honest Yeah Yeah And yeah, the whole money thing as well. But the whole money thing as well. How they turned, they changed English football with the amount of actually Arsenal Wenger did that, didn't he? With all the foreigners. Yeah, but I mean that's yeah that's where we are now. So um, can't turn back the clock. And yeah, you have to say they're a great club at the moment. Um, oh yeah. Um, have you been around Chelsea Football Club, like the, around the stadium and that? It's yeah, I, I used good, to work there actually. Um, back in the day, I was a steward at Chelsea. How uh, old is it? Yeah, in the in the early noughties. No way. Um, yeah. Chelsea, not even Arsenal. Yeah, no, yeah. I was a steward for yeah, and that's around about the same time. I was a steward at, at Wembley as well for Arsenal's home Champions League games. Um, oh right. I used to do Chelsea as well, and I used to do Fulham. Um, yeah, it was just a chance to watch some free football, man. Um, did you get to watch him, or did you have to face the crowd? Yeah, I, I did get to watch some of it. Yeah, yeah, I did get to watch some football. Um, yeah, every, every week will be different, though. You know, they used to rotate us around. So, yeah, one day you'll be looking at the fans, another day you could sort of catch you a bit of the game. You turn around, don't you? No one's going to watch yeah. you. You do probably end up watching a lot of the game anyway, innit? Right? Yeah. But yeah, this is going years back, man. <laughs> no, no, Chelsea, right around um, the Chelsea area, I uh, went on a cycle ride yes, a couple of days ago on Sunday. And I rode past Chelsea and I was like, this place looks pucker. Like, it looks really nice. Like, there's a whole... All the way up there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fit, man. <laughs> got a gut man need to try and burn it but yeah it's like King's Road all of that it's nice and it's just very um, neat and plush around it it's just very 
Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they they they've spent some money, they've invested in the in the stadium as well. I still think that they could they need a bigger stadium, to be honest. It's yeah, I think but yeah, once they get their state well stadium can make or break you, man. Um, well, Arsenal and Tottenham. <laughs> but yeah, probably Chelsea have got a bit more money behind them. They have. Well, they haven't got more money, but they've got a chairman that's willing to party that money. They they got that's the good thing about Chelsea that they got their, their chairman their chairman understands what what it means to the club to, to win things and yeah, he he's willing to to put the money on the line when when it when it's needed. How many years has it been there now? Fifteen, sixteen years? Uh, it must be what was it? Two thousand and four or five we came in? My god, this guy's absolutely smashed it. From nothing to one of the best clubs in the world. Crazy, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. London is blue, man. Sorry, Arsenal fans. Sorry. <laughs> London is not going to be blue for long, man. I believe nah. in Arsenal, man. You guys are onto <laughs> something. Just give uh, give Arteta some money and see what he can do. Brentford are, Brentford are up there as well, now. <laughs> oh, Brentford, they've done really well to get, get in. It's been a few years in the making, that hasn't it? That's another London team. Another London team, yeah. Yeah, so there's going to be a couple... Couple more derbies. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brentford, Brentford, Chelsea. Actually, that's that's normally a good. That's quite a close by, isn't it? Yeah. West London, yeah, right? I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who I would like to see back in the Premiership? A QPR. QPR, yeah, we're another West London team. Yeah. <laughs> QPR, Fulham, or Chelsea—they're all like literally round the corner from one another. Very, very close by. going to be exciting times so yeah on a quick note before we wrap it up I want to know who do you think is going to win the Champions uh, the Europa sorry let me start there. who's going to win the Euros this season Um, this year sorry I'm going to say France that's the easy answer isn't it <laughs> but, but I'm sure there'll be some surprises but yeah uh, I'm going to have to say France, man. Just looking at what some of their players have done in for their clubs this season. Yeah, I keep going on about Kante today, but... <laughs> no, it's very, very hard to look past France, you know. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. You know, I would like to say England, but I've got to be a realist. When you see the natural, the balance that France has in that team, where they've got some great attacking ta- talent, great midfield talent as well, like where... They got some stability, some rocks in midfield, and some great players in defence as well to do the job at the back. They got a lot, and I think it's very, very difficult to look past them. It really is. It is, yeah. It's extremely difficult. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to say Belgium as well. Um, Belgium, they look like a bunch of superstars. Well, look, Kevin De Bruyne is. I don't know what's happening with him if he's going to be okay to start or whatever. But yeah, that's, not, that's thing, going yeah. to be a big miss. And the thing with Belgium, I'm, I'm, t- 
take don't take this the wrong way, but I just think Martinez isn't quite the manager that is ready to win major major tournaments. He's just not that guy. He's very good in the on the eye, but no, I don't, I just don't see it. And I think that they got so many superstars, but they're not a collective team. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's going to be difficult. But um, yeah, yeah, I just think that they're they're obviously very talented players. I do feel that England will get, if, if we can get the right selection, and I think Gareth Southgate is obviously doing the right things. Uh, a little bit media influenced, I must admit. The Trent Arnold pick was definitely media influenced. Yeah, well, there was rumours 24 hours before, you know, that, that he wasn't even considering going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, he obviously, media, ma massive factor. And they do that with him. And, but the thing is, with Gareth Southgate, we've got to give credit where credit's due. He changes it. He makes his mind up right to the last moment. He doesn't stick with his original decision. He he listens and takes advice from media, from, you know, his advisors and whatever, and he makes the right choice. I think he's made, the team he's selected is probably the best he could have picked. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the names here, yeah, the squad. Yeah, I would be happy with this squad. Uh, Do you feel like Calvert Lewin and Kane can both start together? No, no. No, I think it's got to be one or the other. I'm honest. I, yeah, I just don't think they're both quite bullish would... up front. It will, it will be nice. You know, sometimes I just feel like with England, we're a little bit too. Soft, soft, you know, easy going at the back. Oh, oh these bishy washy wingers, you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. We um, just need to be a bit more bullish. Go out there and just like terrorize the opposition a little bit. Give them a bit of a fight, you know. Like a good old four four two, good two Englishmen up front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's where you probably need Alexander Arnold because he'll be the one. Overlapping and putting the balls in the box, yeah. but we'll, we'll see what Gareth does, man. <laughs> we'll see what Gareth does, but yeah, it's England, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I know, man. Frustrating, isn't it? Watching England's like watching Arsenal, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks I had to put in. Actually, it's like Liverpool as well, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, great chatting to you again, Kevin. Um, thanks a lot for your. Amazing analogy in the on the game, analysis. Sorry, analogy, analogy and analysis, actually. And you, sir, thank you. It's been it's been a great great conversations we've had this this season and over the last few episodes, and obviously we're going to continue it with the Euros. So let's keep this going, mate, and um, just keep me updated, like you do, and you and Bab. And hopefully we'll try and see if we can get Bab on um, one of the episodes again. Yeah, mate, definitely. Yeah, no problem. Right. Nice speaking to you, Kevin. And, um, All right, have I'll a good week. You as well, and I'll speak to you next week on Monday again. All right. Cheers, mate. Bye -bye. Cheers, take care, bye-bye.